The boys are in the starting stalls. Moods, Mytho, Rog and the Rain Man. Stand by for a start for Moody on the mic. We're a man down. We're a day late, but we are back to give you exactly what you want. Some cup week dribble from your favourite podcasters. I'm Roger Aldridge and joining me, of course, Peter Moody and Anthony Mithen. Oh, I got your name wrong straight off the bat, Mitho. Jeez, what a great start. <laughs> uh, uh, we've lost rain. I've nearly lost my voice and we've lost the rain man mood. So uh, just the three of us, which means we should be able to get things done pretty bloody quickly. Well, we won't have to have 10 tips in each race and run through the significant markets of the 301 shots. And uh, it's not unusual for getting Mitho's name because it's not, off, uh, it's not often that he's here at the start of the show. He's the one that's usually missing. So, uh... <laughs> I, I've just got to say it because someone has to. I am so excited. I have never been more excited oh, than why? Rain Man not being here because we're going to be off in 25 minutes. <laughs> Well, we don't want to rob the listeners short, and we still want to find them a result. We've been going all right with our uh, best bets and tips the last month or so. But listen, what a great week it's been. Anthony and Sam Friedman, without a fight, Mark Zara, probably one of the greatest Melbourne Cup rides. I know quickly we forget you go back. Listen, nearly every Melbourne Cup winning ride's a great ride. Jay Mack on Very Elegant, G Boss on Maccabi Diva. But uh, I think we've all got to say that uh, effort on without a fight, the training effort to have him there third up, at the two mile off the back of that light winter prep. They read their horse unbelievably well, Anthony and uh, Sam. And uh, Mark Zara, well, he's just chosen correct uh, every week, hasn't he? He's at the absolute peak of his powers. The first Cubs, Cubs double since 2001 with Ethereal. I thought Cubs doubles were a thing of the past, but they've proved that it's not. No, I think it shows us moods that these really, you know, hyped up internationals come out here and they've been falling flat but the ones that stick around and they do a prep or two here they seem to be the ones that really relish gold trip and spent a time here before he came out and exploded last year and without a fight this year the, the aerials of zara's ride are just something to behold and yes the horse itself what an absolute stunning performance yeah oh, listen no doubt in the world uh, the horse has got to have the ability one but he's still got to be handled and managed uh, to, to get the job done. Uh, Vauban, well, listen, we probably all fell into the Vauban trap, didn't we? Uh, and, uh, you know, he won 105 ratings race at Ascot and the form around him was pretty good. And you now hear all the excuses from the geniuses. Well, that form wasn't as good as it should have been. It beat something that won the Ebor, his stable mate, 12 lengths. But now they've assessed that win at Ascot and it was a walk, trot and canter and it was handed to him on a platter. But uh, listen, uh, he presented to win the race, Vauban. And, and then his stablemate presented to win it on his shoulder and they were found wanting. They plain and simple, they weren't good enough. But are they the type of horse? I know they've got big targets probably back in the UK, but is that the type of horse if they stayed here? Would they get the job done next year? Uh, listen, who knows? But uh, listen, all plaudits with the winner and connections. Uh, well done, well played. And uh, yeah, Mzara, Mzara bandwagon. <laughs> it's hard. You know, four winners, Cox Plate Day, the Caulfield Cup. Melbourne Cup, uh, crikey, uh, what 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 a what a performance from uh, from a listen. He's always been recognised as one of our top riders, but everyone says sort of the five or six greats. He never gets a run. Um, is it just that it's just happening now? I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, he, he doesn't. So he's not out there in the public sphere, I suppose, on occasions for the wrong things. But. Uh, but on the whole, uh, not as a headline, Ben, a jockey, but God, he, he's just a marvel. And uh, his poise and his confidence, uh, 
uh, in these big races is just uh, unparalleled at the moment. Well, I'll throw another couple in uh, to their moods because um, I, I, I want to jump on that bandwagon as well. He's he's riding like the best jockey in the world at the moment, and he and he proved that in the Melbourne Cup, showing up a um, you know Joe Marira who who probably did all the wrong things on Sulcombe to run second. It should have won, and and with with your, with a, a different ride, Sulcombe beats uh, without a fight, without doubt. Watching that uh, that replay a couple of times. Um, since the Melbourne Cup, um, you know, and and um, and and Ryan Moore, um, it didn't do much wrong. Maybe he was on the wrong horse. I'm I'm not sure. But um, Mark Zara, tick tick tick, um, just absolutely showing those, giving those jockeys an absolute clinic out there. And um, it may very well continue. Uh, we're talking on Oaks morning. It may very well continue this afternoon and and then into Saturday. So. Um, yeah, congratulations to him. But uh, gee, if you'd owned a share in Salkem, like those Richmond footballers, you'd be just you'd be still crying, wouldn't you? I still think he's probably one you want to continue on. Maybe twelve months time he comes back, and if he, he makes it there, he's a good chance next year. You mentioned the Zara suspension. You alluded to it. He's certainly come good ever since that. And when you look at it, his last three Melbourne Cup rides, he's had without a fight this year and won last year. Gold trip and won. His Melbourne Cup ride before that was 2020 on Very Elegant. If he hadn't have been suspended in 2021, he probably would have had the ride on Very Elegant in the Melbourne Cup. We might be talking him about the first jockey to ride three consecutive Melbourne Cups on three different horses. We saw Bossy do it on the same horse. No one's done it on three different ones. No, listen, no disagreement there. And a uh, little, little backhanded from the, the goat I heard on the media yesterday too, D Oliver, and what a finale of a carnival he's having. Uh, knocked over a double or a triple, double or a triple. Double on Derby Day, another Winner Cup Day. And uh, he actually had a little swipe, and, and I think probably correctly so, at, at the fly-in, fly-out riders. And uh, he was one that pointed out the Magic Man's ride on Sulcombe. He said he had the back of the winner, and then he went searching for runs. And had he just stayed with it, he might have arguably beat him. And, uh, you know, it, it, Ollie went into bat for our local riders saying, listen, sometimes these fly-in, fly-out blokes, and they don't know the the uh, variances of our tracks and the horses and the jockeys around them, uh, sometimes they get get it a little bit wrong. Uh, he he recognised that they're unbelievably champion and great riders, uh, talking, you know, Ryan Moore and Magic Man and, and so on. But when you don't know the local form and a lot of that, sometimes it's not hard. And it's a matter of inches in these big races. But uh, um, M Zara won the day and uh, he's flying the flag at the moment. But... Uh, D Oliver, talking of uh, where Oaks Day morning, he's a great chance. He's the most winningest jockey in Oaks history. Wouldn't it be great if he could go out and uh, to win his eighth Oaks this afternoon? Uh, and he's, then he's got final day to wrap it up uh, as his last VRC uh, Spring Carnival. Just quickly before we get into the race previews, because it is, like we said, going to be a pretty short, sharp podcast today. You've both had Cup Week winners. Um, and Moods, I've got to ask, you, this horse didn't win, but... What in pounding were a nose roll? I mean, we didn't recognise the pounder when he was out there. No, we uh, we took the nose roll off and put the blinkers on the pounder, but unfortunately the race just didn't set up well for him and uh, and uh, he just got left a sort of uh, a wobbly duck uh, in the middle of uh, a tearaway leader and, uh, and uh, his companions dropped off and left him floating and uh, probably a little bit courtesy of Cup Day morning and I'm not having a shot. I can scratch the horse if I want. The track was probably bordering on slow uh, at 11 o'clock in the morning when he went to the races and then obviously it firmed up during the day and he would have been better off in race 10 on cup day than he would have been in race two, but just didn't map for him. But uh, the nose roll was to the four later in the day, roll on high. She was very good uh, 
winning the Desirable Stakes for three-year-old fillies, a listed race, and by none other than that great stallion of uh, the southern area of Victoria, Seamus Award. I'm, I just can't recall the farm that he resides at at the moment, but I'm sure someone will refresh my memory. And she got a she got a well-due stakes win. Uh, oh, I wouldn't say well-due, but a deserved stakes win roll on high, so it was terrific. Oh, Rosemont Stud, is that where he is? Right, uh, so that was good, uh, but unfortunately yeah, she pulled up showing the wares of a sort of four-run first racing preparation. She probably would have gone into the 1,000 guineas on Saturday week as one of the favourites, but uh, along with Catherine, Jeff and myself and Connections, we decided to spell the filly and put her away for the for the autumn. So let's hope we're re we are rewarded for that. Ooh, race seven's about to jump. What do we reckon, lads? Hmm, a guy in the community says he's keen on the ruffie. Do we trust him? Well... His username is, I'm a real big stats guy. Say no more. Connect, banter and follow tips with a community of like-minded punters. Only in Ladbroke's communities. Ladbroke it. T's and C's apply and available on website. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Okay, let's get things off. Three group ones on Saturday at Flemington, the first of which is the Champions Sprint Race 6. So I'll go through the market, do my best, Rain Man Imperatries. The horse that we think is the world's best sprinting mare is a $2 favourite. $5 for In Secret, of course. She's got stunning form down the Flemington Straight. $10 for Henry, Henry Dwyer's mare, Asfura. 11 Bella Nipotina, fresh off the King Kick Stakes win. And then $14 for Star Patrol and Espiona, $20 or more. The rest, I'll start it off. And I reckon $2 for Imperatrice is an absolute steal. We, The question, the reason we're getting $2, I think, is just the question marks over her straight form. I know that Opie Bossom has done uh, a bit of work with Glenn Boss this week, uh, just talking about how to ride the straight and how to ride a horse down the straight. Uh, Bossy's done, uh, had plenty of big wins down there. And I think Imperatrice, if she's as good as what we think she is, then um, she will be too good for what is a very good field. In secret is the obvious danger. I'm surprised it has been a drifter in the market. I think it's out of those two, Imperatrice and In Secret. But I'm siding with the Kiwi. And yes, I'm very happy to take even money. I did not think she was going to come up with that price. Mitho. Yeah, there'll be plenty of speed up front with Star Patrol um, out and attacking uh, this race head on. Um, Imperatrice, um, we've seen her versatility uh, leading all the way at Mooney Valley, which was a surprise to everyone, including Jockey, I think. Um, but, um, yeah, I, look, th th you can talk about hoodoos, you can talk about uh, Opie never winning down the straight and this horse never seen the straight, but a good horse is a good horse and Imperatrice is exactly that, and I agree, even money is way overs. You won't be getting it on Saturday. Load up now in all your multis, Imperatrice. Yeah, she's very hard to go past, hasn't she? Looks super. I, I just want to be uh, little rotten Johnny in the corner. Um, probably of greater concern for me against a straight track is probably there's some risk that we could get a little bit of um, uh, moisture around. Uh, how that will play for Imperatrice, because I'm a great believer in the I'm Invincible's love firm decks, and she's really got that. And fast horses like Firm Dex, and she's really got that uh, at Mooney Valley, a last three. And in secret, we know is an absolute bomb down the straight. She was super in the Everest. It'll be interesting to see that Everest form and the Imperatrice form marry up, really, because there's been a bit of sniping about why didn't they take her to the Everest and this and that. I, I, listen, I'm with her. I can't go against her, but I wouldn't be taking odds on. I would want Black Figures uh, to be backing her to beat in secret. Um, I think uh, Henry Dwyer's very good mare, Asfora. 
Um, she's probably as the best of the rest. Um, she's an unbelievably consistent mare, but we've just seen her be sort of a length and a half, two off Imperatriz uh, for the for this preparation. So, but listen, I would say, yeah, dodge the red figures, but I think she wins. But uh, you know, if in secret gets out the silly odds, what price did you say her, Rog? Yeah, she's out to five dollars, which I'm well, surprised she's not a little bit shorter as well. I'd be, I'd be having a good save on In Secret because you know she's bomb-proof down the straight and she's in great form. Well, Imperatory's not too far off black odds, $2.05 and load up. Uh, I think moves what you're saying there. Let's move on now to the Champions Mile because oh, this is another cracker. We get to see three of the absolute best square off. Three horses coming out of the Cox Plate. Fangirl, Mr. Brightside, Alligator Blood. And that's how the market looks. So Fangirl's come a favourite, $2.40 after $2.45. Mr. Brightside opened $3, and it's just eased slightly out to $3.30. And then Alligator Blood opened $3.40, got out to $3.70, has been backed into $3.40. Prior to Jenny coming off the win in the Empire Rose last weekend, uh, a brilliant ride there from Teclan Bates, $13, 19 the Inevitable, $20 Victoria Road, and 41 Bankers Choice. And look, I'm going to side with Brightside simply because I think he is the best miler in the country, but... It wouldn't surprise me any one of he, Fangirl, or Alligator Blood won. You could argue a case that Fangirl, you know, with a slightly better run in the Cox Plate, wins that race. Um, so that's why she's come up favourite here. She's won from one at Flemington. The bright side's got a good record here too. And Alligator Blood hasn't missed a placing uh, in his five Flemington runs, three wins in two seconds. But look, I think $3.30 missed the bright side. I, I've long thought he's the best miler in the country. He, if he doesn't win, he's never far away. Um, Right side for mine. Yeah, I, I'm going to um, uh, coughs eliminated. I am going to side with Alligator Blood here. I feel like he, he proved that he can get 2,000 metres, but I think the mile is just his perfect trip and Flemington his perfect track. I feel like this is the race that he's been waiting for all carnival um, to get to. And and uh, I, I can't remember the race. Uh, Mooj, you might be able to help me out here because I've got a shocking memory. But the way he sooled away from them at Flemington there um, going back was at this race last year. And he and he just he just careered away from the rest of the field. And halfway down the straight, he had him shot to pieces and, and, and bolted in. I can see him doing the same thing here with uh, horses that, uh, like, I mean, all respect for Mr. Brightside and, and Fangirl, but, uh, and they've all had really, you know, tough, enduring campaigns this spring, but perhaps he's the toughest and he's the one that's looking for the mile and he's the one looking for Flemington. So uh, alligator blood for me. Well, I'm going to take the coward's way out here, but I'm going to explain myself quickly on why. Um, these terrific horses, and what a race it is, Mr Brightside, Alligator Blood, Fangirl, and even Pride of Jenny, uh, they've been superb, all preparation, but they've all had their grand finals. And it's stupid to suggest that this $3 million race is an afterthought, but at the end of the day, it is an afterthought. Most of these weren't sure whether they were going to the 2,000 metres of the champion stakes or coming back to a mile, chucking and changing. And, and prior to Jenny coming off the Group 1 win on Saturday, last Saturday, she's got to back it up. Um, I suppose the great thing about prior to Jenny being in the race is you'd probably be, going to be guaranteed a good, genuine tempo. And normally I'd look for something away that's not uh, had its grand final, but it's hard to have the inevitable banker's choice or Victoria Road upsetting. Uh, any of those horses. So 
for me, it's a pineapple race. I'm just going to sit back, watch and enjoy uh, because it's not a target race for any of these. And I think you run the gauntlet by uh, wanting to back something with confidence with that being the case. So sit back, enjoy it. Terrific race. Prior to January, we'll guarantee that everything gets a chance, her included. And may the best horse on the day wins. And the best horse will be the one that's pulled up the best, come through its run the best. They're all out of good stables. But we're not 100% sure which uh, which one has rebounded uh, quicker. But the trainers and the owners do, obviously. Ah, oh, you're a coward, Peter Moody. There's no doubt about that. You just throw <laughs> the pineapple out left, right and centre. Uh, hopefully my voice holds up here. I did uh, I did lose it on Cup Day, actually, which wasn't ideal, given I was uh, line producing a broadcast at the time. That's not what you want. Um, the champion stakes, West Wind Blows, doesn't that call for cup form where it ran second behind without a fight? Absolutely stunning now. $2.80, West Wind Blows to win the champion stakes. Prowess uh, coming out of the Mooney Valley, or the Crystal Mile, sorry, $6.650 for Zaki and Duaeus out of Cox Plate. A tissue seven dollars running second last weekend at Flemington, and then we got uh, sort of nineteen dollars or more of the rest. Um, oh, West Wind blows. Obviously, that form does look stunning, as I said. But I really like Prowess, and I mean, she's barely put a, a foot wrong in her Australian runs. It'd be interesting to see how she handles Flemington, but there's nothing to suggest that she won't do it with a plum. She's three from three. Uh, the 2,000 metres, and uh, I think $6 with Mark Zara aboard. We've just said about what good form he's riding in. Uh, I'll take $6 about prowess any day of the week. I think Duaeus uh, is a big danger, Six fifty. That was a great Cox Plate run as well. Um, look, any one of those, sort of even a tissue, could win. But, yeah, I'll take prowess, $6. Uh, look, I'm, uh, you talk about Fangirl uh, should have nearly won the Cox Plate. Well, Duaeus... What a what a tragedy beaten she was. Ne Ollie never got at the horse at all. Never got a chance to give her a head and 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 let her run on. Um, she's be she'll be she'll be bursting for this. She'll almost be the fresh horse on the scene with the fitness because she didn't have a gut buster in the Cox Plate because she still had he, Ollie still had a lap full of horse. So um, I I just feel like um, uh, this might be her moment and um, might be talking through the. Uh, through the through the start as well there with um, the daughter of Seamus Award he could be in for a, a big couple of days with Serve Cole one of the favourites in the Oaks and and then uh, Duaes to go around as one of the favoured picks in the uh, in the Champions Stakes so Duaes for me moods um, yeah listen hard to argue against that and wouldn't be wouldn't it be a great finale for the goat Ollie uh, if he can round it out on Duaes and she was. Good and a little bit of that gold trip about her, isn't there? Uh, the unlucky good run in the Cox Plate last year. He came out and won the the Melbourne Cup. Duess been trained as a mile and a quarter horse rather than a stayer when she disappointed last spring. Looks very well suited, but I really like this New Zealand mare prowess. Uh, I think she's got a lot of upside. She was one of the probably dominant Cox Plate horses early in the spring. She had a mishap back in New Zealand, got held up. Uh, and has had two runs, you think, uh, Roger James, very astute, Zara in greatest form, drawn well, uh, going to be very hard to beat. And, uh, you know, Zaki, you know, listen, he's been a great horse. He's won this race, I think. Has he won it the last couple of years? Certainly won it last year. Um, been in, uh, you know, his form's probably not too dissimilar to Dwayas. Uh, West Wind Blows has been unbelievably consistent since he's been here and probably does deserve to win a race, Simon and Ed Crisford. 
they were the trainers of Without a Fight, I think, Simon and Ed Crisford. Is that right? I just wonder if there's any chance that this horse, West Wind Blows, uh, stays here in Australia like they did with uh, Without a Fight last year because he's going to be well suited in all our wait for age races uh, from a mile to 2,400, you'd think. But for me, I'm with Prowess, uh, West Wind Blows and Juas, uh, the dangers, I think. Hey lads, a guy in the community says he's keen on the Ruffy in race seven. Do we trust him? Well, his username is Big Stats Guy. Say no more. Connect with a community of like-minded punters only in Labroach communities. T's and C's apply and available on website. Chances are you're about to lose. With no rain man to take the new ball, I'll uh, kick things off. Best bets. I've already touched on it. Uh, I think Imperatrice. Moods, you might not want to take even money, but I certainly am happy to, as I alluded to. I think it looks a steal. Give me the world's best sprinter. And give me two dollars. My best bet of the day. Uh, we're heading to uh, the Amanda Elliott uh, race three at Flemington on Saturday. Um, a race of some controversy between myself and Peter Moody. Well, not really, because um, we're sensible. We're sensible lads when it comes down to business. Um, the podcast gives us our chance to act like buffoons. Um, we, uh, we accepted with three horses uh, in the Amanda Elliott. Um, I suspect that Josh Schwartz will go around and he will be extremely hard to beat on um, on his recent uh, recent work and his recent run in the Red Anchor Stakes. Um, he's a very talented son of Zoostar that we've got high hopes for um, and thought this might just round out his first racing preparation beautifully. So he's going to start somewhere around uh, your six to four, seven to four, um, but you can take that to the bank. Schwartz is the best in the Rosemont Red on Saturday. Pretty quiet weekend for the little boutique stable. Uh, I think uh, we're going to be represented possibly only by River Noir, and she's probably not a guaranteed starter in race nine on uh, final day, but we'll assess that as we get closer to race time. And as Mitho just alluded to, Quickstar will uh, give her the weekend off. She was engaged to run Friday and Saturday, but we're going to opt and sweat on gaining a run in the 1,000 guineas uh, for this maiden filly on Saturday week at Caulfield. So very quiet representation. Might be a day on the couch for Petey with a couple of long necks and a packet of bunners. Because uh, <laughs> I can tell you it's been, a bloody, it's been a bloody hectic week for the team. We've raced every day for about the last eight or nine days and we've had good success. They've been running well, uh, but uh, it all has to come to an end. So I'm going to stick my best for the weekend I'm going to go race eight, horse 11, prowess uh, at Flemington. I think it's been a target race for Roger James since he had to recheck from the Cox Plate. Uh, I thought a win in the mile race at, at um, Mooney Valley was very good. And uh, I love horses arriving off for their grand final and not an afterthought. And I think that's her. So good luck, good punting. Let fast horses run fast. Let's round out Cup Week and uh, let's enjoy the last two days, but today and Saturday, of the great D. Oliver uh, buying his trade at Flemington. Labrokens.